Amen. Thank you very much. You can be seated. Get your Bible if you would, please. Pray for the grandson tomorrow especially because he's he's asking questions. He wants to know what is right. And and I, I just pray tomorrow that it be a good day in the Lord. And uh, there's so many things happening around us right now. And so just, just keep one another in prayer if you would, please. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, I'm going to read in verse 1. Let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you, or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self, for I know nothing by myself. Yet am I not hereby justified, but he that judges me is the Lord. Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness, and will make manifest the counsel of the heart. And then shall every man have praise of God. These things, brethren, I have in a figure transferred to myself and to Apollos for your sakes that you might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that no, not, that no one of you be puffed up for one against another. For who maketh thee different from another? And what hast thou that thou didst not receive? Now if thou didst receive it, why doest thou glory as if thou hadst not received it? Now you are fool, now you are rich, you have reigned as kings without us, and I would to God you did reign, that we also might reign with you. Verse 1 especially. Let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Uh, a man says to me quite often, uh, what are you going to preach on today, uh, this coming Sunday, preacher? I said, I don't know yet. And when I get there, I pray, I pray about it and God gives me message he wants me to pray. Well, you ought to know the Bible by heart by now. Well, I got news for you. Uh, the Word of God, it, 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 you never get to the bottom of it. I mean, you can study, you can read it, you can pray about it, you can preach it from now on. And there's always something good uh, to be found there. I never will forget the, uh, a lady came up to Michael, and Michael keeps a... Um, the songs he's going to sing, the quartet's going to sing on a thing that he looks at. Uh, I don't know what it is, but in whatever it is. And he looks at it, and he tries to go by it. And every once in a while, he'll get it all mixed up, and he don't go by the thing. And the lady come up and say, Why don't you uh, pray about each song before you sing it, and it would be better? <laughs> and he said, uh, Let me say you something, lady. Uh, I did pray about it last night when I was getting it together. Amen. And uh, I never have forgotten that. Uh, when it comes to preaching, uh, I, was, I always consider this. What would Jesus preach if He was standing here? If Jesus was in our very presence right now, what subject, what would He say to us? That's what I want to know. And that's what I always want to give out to everybody. Now, verse 1 says, Let a man so account of us as the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Did you know everybody don't understand God? They don't understand the things of God. 
only a child of God can really, and they're mysteries to them. In other words, then, since we're saved, and if we are the children of God, and we're, if Christ be in us by faith, we are to preach and teach as Jesus would teach and preach of the things of God to a lost and dying world. Now, we need to go back and find out what Jesus would teach then if he were with us. Some things that Jesus taught, and I'll just go down it real quickly. Uh, number one is to make right choices. Acts chapter 5, verse 29. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. Proverbs 20, verse 11. Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. And I tell young people all the time, there's a, there's a young man that thinks very highly of me that I, I have been helping me do some things around the house. And, and uh, he looks up to me all the time. And I keep trying to tell him, make right choices while you're young because you're going to answer for them on down the line. And Proverbs 20, verse 11, even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure or whether it be right. And Psalms 119, verse 11, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And what these are all about uh, you, can't make right, you can't make right choices in this life without knowing Christ and knowing His Word. Knowing Christ and having His Word in you helps you to make the right choices when uh, Satan arrives on the scene and tries to tempt you to do otherwise. Turn over to Matthew chapter 4 for just a minute now. Matthew chapter 4. And uh, I want us to read, please, a beginning in verse 1. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 1. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit of, into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. When he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward to hunger. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up to the holy city, and setteth him on the pinnacle of the temple, and says to him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them, and saith to him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Give thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. What I want to read that for you to show you, that when the devil comes around and tempts you to do something, notice what Jesus did. He didn't argue with the devil. Uh, he didn't uh, uh, say to the devil what he thought, what was right. He quoted the Word of God. And uh, uh, I, I like what Brother Roloff told me as a, as a young preacher when I first got saved and God called me into ministry. 
He said to me, he said, you have no right ever to go in the pulpit and say, I think this is what God means. He said, you better be sure from the Word of God what it means before you try to tell somebody else what God said. And that has bore heavy on my heart ever since God called me to preach. If I say something from this pulpit, I want to know that that's what the Word of God said. And so to make right choices, first of all, you've got to know the Word of God. You've got to have it hid in your heart, and then you can tell people what is right. Christ taught to be friendly. Proverbs 17, verse 7, A friend loveth at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. I had Brother Curtis Hudson down to the house one day, and me and him was talking about friendship. He said to me, he said, uh, Brother Strong, I count you as one of my friends. And he said, let me tell you something. At the end of your life, if you can count your friend on one hand, you're a blessed person. A real friend. If you got five real friends in your life, you are a blessed person. And he said, I count you as one of my friends. And I said, I do you too, Brother Hudson. He said, let me tell you what a friend is. Now, my, his wife, uh, Brother Hudson, was coming down the road from Tennessee and coming down. He said, I want to call Mrs. Strawn and get her to fix me some, uh, dinner. And uh, Dr. Hudson's wife said, Curtis, don't you call her and ask her to fix something for you? And he said, you don't understand. They're people just like us. And uh, when we got down, we come over to eat. He said, he gave me the definition of a, of a friend to him. He said, a friend is somebody that you can go to your house and spend some time and fellowship with one another, and then you leave and go home, and you ain't got to call back and say, this is what I meant. Because they already know what you meant. They know you. Amen? That's a real friend. Now, Jesus said to make friends. And a friend loves it all times, in season and out. And a friend is one who will go over uh, someone's house and have supper with them and lead them to saving faith in Christ. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Look over to Luke chapter 19 for a minute. Jesus entered and uh, passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus who was a chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up in a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said unto him, Zacchaeus, uh, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And you go all the way down, and you'll find that Zacchaeus took Jesus Christ as his Savior, and Jesus came to his house for one reason. He came there to save his soul. Amen? And so when we go to somebody's house, you know what a lot of people say to me all the time? Now, preacher, uh, let's don't talk about religion today. I mean, you know, you go over and visit with them and And let's don't talk about religion today. Well, wait a minute. A friend cares where you go to hell or not. A friend wants you to go to heaven. And a friend will be uh, what they call confrontational with you. They want to face you with the facts. 
And you need to understand that. They're not your enemy. That's your friend. And they want you to be saved. Jesus also taught to be loving. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, said, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. John 15, verse 12, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. In John 11 is a story of Lazarus dying and Jesus weeping. And if you study that, can you imagine that? You know what that tells me? To be loving is to be emotionally involved in somebody's life. You care. It's not uh, just hard-hearted. You're you're in sympathy with their hurts. That's loving one another. And the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept, is about a man dying that he loved. And when somebody is in straits, we ought to let them know we love them. Amen? And, and I love to tell people when they're going through a hard time, listen, there's two that I know right now are curious for you. I know God does. I know the Lord Jesus does. He is God in the flesh. But I love you also. Amen? And I want you to know it. Now, uh, Jesus taught to be loving. And fourthly, Jesus taught to be kind. In other words, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Ephesians 4, verse 32. And be you kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Uh, in Luke chapter 17, when you get a chance, just read it, verse 11 through 19, is a story about being kind. Do you know it's so easy to be unkind to people? It's natural to be unkind to people. But the truth is, God says that we ought to be kind to people. And I've had people to do things against me and we have problems with one another. And then later on down the years, they'd come and apologize for it. And I've had people to... I've been in the presence of people that somebody would come and apologize for hurting their feelings or doing something wrong to them. And I, I don't care what you say. You don't really mean it. And they'd just argue back with them. Do you know what the Bible says? Be kind. Be tender-hearted. Forgive one another. And go on in life. And Jesus taught to be kind. Anybody can be hard-hearted, but God's looking for somebody to be tender-hearted. God, Jesus taught to worship God. In Matthew 21, verse 13, Jesus said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but ye have made it a den of thieves. Now, let me show you something. Turn over to Ecclesiastes. My, I'd love to read it. i got where I just read it just, uh, just every once in a while. I'll read the whole book through without putting it down. The book of Ecclesiastes. And Solomon, the Bible says the wisest man, and I was reading the other night where he, God allowed him to enjoy anything that a human being wants to enjoy on the face of this earth. He had gardens, he had horses, he had women, he had money, he had gold, he had silver. Everything that a human being desired, God allowed uh, Solomon to have it. And he comes down to the end of life. And you ought to to study chapter 12 of Ecclesiastes sometimes. And chapter 12 is about a man that's dying slowly. Listen to this. Uh, remember now the Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not. 
nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. When the sun or the light or the moon or the star be not darkened, nor the cloud return after the rain, in a day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, that's your legs, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease, that's your teeth, because they're few, and those that look out the windows be darkened, that's your eyes, and the doors shall be shut in the streets, when the sound of grinding is low, and he shall rise up at the voice of a bird. In other words, as you get older, every little bitty thing bothers you. And all the daughters of music shall be brought low, when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fear shall be in the way, and the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden, and desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the streets. And I remember my daddy as he was dying. Uh, I, I went over to his house and put him in his wheelchair. I rolled him outside. A beautiful, sunny, warm day. And there's a mockingbird up on the power line right there by him. And he was just chirping away. And my daddy said, if I had a shotgun, you'd shut up. <laughs> and I never will forget that. Uh, he'd heard enough of that. Uh, bird is saying. Now I want you to watch this. In chapter 12, after Solomon had done everything and enjoyed everything, he come down to the day he's dying and he listened to verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep His commandments. For this is a whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment and every secret thing where it be good or where it be evil. You know what God wants us to do? <laughs> God, Jesus preached on worshiping God. Amen. Just serving Him. Lastly, Jesus taught to pray. In Luke chapter 18, verse 1, And He spoke a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not faint. And Jesus taught us how to pray in Matthew chapter 6. And so, But what I was talking about in praying... And he spake a parable unto them, said men ought always to pray. It is something that we forget sometimes just to pray. It's not just praying for a meal, but praying about everything. Everything that comes into our life, we'll pray about it. Amen? I love people to call me and ask me to pray for them, and I pray for them right there on the phone. Later on they call me and say, Preacher, thank you for praying. I had two different people this week they called me because it's going on a trip. Would you pray for me, preacher, and my family that God will take care of us? And I'll pray with them right there on the phone. What a difference that makes in people's lives. You don't, you don't understand the importance of you praying for somebody. They, it really means something to them. And it also means something to you. And Jesus taught us to pray. And I really believe this. If I pray for you that God take care of you, I look for God to take care of you and protect you. Build a wall around you and take care of you. And we're to pray for one another. Jesus taught to tell others of Himself. Now, uh, you know in Mark, Mark chapter 5 verse 19, and Mark talks about uh, He sends us out into the world. And in Acts talks about He starts at Jerusalem. He start, You know what it's talking about? You know where you start winning people to Christ? You know where you talk, talk, talking to other people about the Lord Jesus? At home. That's first. You start at home and then you branch out. 
I told a young man one day that came to me and he said that God has called me to, I don't know what country it was, to be a missionary. And I said, uh, son, uh, how many people you led to Christ this year here? He said, well, none, but I'm going to a foreign land. And he told me what it was, and I'll be a soul winner there. And I said, no, you won't. If you're not going to be a soul winner here, you're not going to be one there. Amen? You start at home. And you win people to Christ here. And then Christ can use you elsewhere. And so Jesus taught on these things. And so when it comes to topics, and, and listen now, every preacher wants to preach a topic that will reach people's hearts. But when I go back in the Bible and I study what Jesus taught on, that's the subjects that He taught on. And I want to teach on the same thing. Amen? I want to encourage you to do these things because I really believe that's what Jesus would do. Pray for one another. Very important. Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we love Your Word tonight. We never want to stand and just pass up time and let nothing happen. We want the Holy Spirit to use us. The only way that will ever happen is we preach Thy Word just like it is. Because You promised to take Your Word and deal it to each of our hearts because we're needy people and we're different needs. We have different needs for one another. And Father, I pray that You reach all our needs this week and take care of each one of our people. Bless them, watch over and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Don't forget now, pray for one another this week.